Wake me up inside, can't wake up to the cause of the Save me, save me from the nothing I'd be Save me I got nothing to hide. Oh, turn on, turn on, turn on. I was thinking about uh, mainstream things, mm. and there's nothing more name mainstream than now. That's what I call music. Do you remember that series? Yes, it came out in the '90s, and it was it started out with one, mm-hmm. and it was like. Hit Me Baby One More Time, a Backstreet Boys song. I think it was Usher's My Way. Uh, it was like Creed, but it was like uh, it was just like the hottest. It's just now, though. Didn't it just turn to now? No, 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 no. It, that, that's, see, they got you. Okay. The subtitle was the, the line. It was now in big letters. Yeah. And then a little line under it, and it said, that's what I call music. So this whole series is called Now That's What I Call Music. I thought and it was, it was volume one, volume two, volume three. And I remember at volume five, I was like, I think they could do this forever. Yeah. Just keep updating it. Yeah. And I, I think it I think it went to it went well, well into the seventies. You you it would have been very interesting if because I remember you wanting to the like purchase those, like wanting those like yes. and it would have been very interesting if you've collected like all of them up until now. You know what I mean? Like the physical oh, yeah. that's some, that's and some then beanie, take it out the plastic. That's some Beanie Baby level uh, stuff right there. Mm-hmm. I wish you would have picked a different rock song. And so so that one was, um, is the name Effervescence? I don't know. You don't even know? No, Trap. Is that something that was no. uh, old? What? White person, no. Oh, Limp Biscuit, a- remember Limp Biscuit? No. Guess guess where he's from? He he was in he was on like now four, now five. His like that's what I'm saying. Like his song was on one of the nows as well. But um, do you remember his first song? Mm-mm. I did it off with the nookie. Come on, the nookie. Come mm. on, so you can take that cookie and stick, stick it, it up your yeah. yeah. Stick it up oh, your Lord yeah. Stick it up your yeah. You do great right stick now. Stick it up your yeah. And Link Blink One Eight Two. Those okay. songs is on those now uh, albums. Okay. And Shakira, J Lo, Ja Rule. Yeah. Like Timberland. Yeah. I think like Nelly Furtado. Yeah. Like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. I those, feel like that I was all like the now music. You, you should always like introduce your kids to. You know, music, different types of music, and, and, right. and you know, and like we never had that rock influence, right? We got that from no. our peers and kind of hanging around different people. MTV, MTV, like it was like yeah. it was like very rare when yeah. the MTV was showing hip hop that was like that we were interested in seeing. Me, I got Zoe and Kingston on um, some rock. Kingston's finally really enjoying, and when I say rock and roll, like I'm listening to a different rock and roll than. Other people are listening to. What do you? What's the face? Brandon's making a face right now. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the podcast. By the way, this is episode forty. I just looked it up. Yeah, forty-eight. No, you're no. Actually, I just named it forty-seven. Um, what makes you think of what? Huh? What does forty-seven make you think of? Uh, the assassin. Wasn't the assassin forty-seven? It's like a, like the assassin movie came out with the bald dude with the barcode on the back of his head, 
homie, <clears throat> that actor is fire. I need to look him up. I'm going to shout him out because uh, he does a good job in most of his movies. But, um, and then they came out with a, a sequel to it, and it was Assassin 47. So they, like, skipped. He was, like, the first and the best, the Jason Bourne of, like, assassins. Really? And then they got to Assassin 47, and that's what. And then Lakila, Lakila 47. about that. You know the 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 assassin movies? No, Brandon, you're missing out on very mediocre cinema. I usually try to. No, 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 no. That's where the best stuff is. That's where like the gems of like moments where the actor was either acting really bad or surprisingly acting great and like really made you believe this is a whole thing. So, like, the whole story, you've never seen the Assassin movies? Like... No, I'm trying to... I think I think I know who it is. It's that, that bald guy. Um, but he ain't who, bald, like, though. He does, like... He does, like, comedy stuff. He's, like... I mean, he does a lot of stuff. What's 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 your name, fam? I gotta I gotta see I gotta see your name because you have been acting your butt off for quite Where some time. Where did you see these? Timothy it was, it wasn't Oliphant. Timothy, Timothy Oliphant. Pull up his picture. Make it bigger. Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. Um, whoa, that's an interesting picture of my man. That's not. That's him? That's him. Oh, that's a guy that looks like Pete Dumail. Or Dumont or whatever. I don't even know who yeah, that is. Yeah, Timothy. Okay. Yeah, so he's assassin. assassin. He's the, or Hitman. Oh, it's Hitman. Oh, I smacked shit out of you. Damn. It's called Hitman. That's the name of the say, mother I thought father movie. Was like the the movie version of that video game that everybody likes. Yeah, it is the video. It is, and then Hitman, code name forty seven, is the sequel. Dang, I got that all types of wrong, but it's all good. If y'all seen that movie, it's dope. Anyway, welcome to episode forty seven, where That's we are we where we are killing the game. <laughs> Ooh, all right, like all right. We're going to get into the podcast. Well, I was actually speaking of killing the game. I was going to say uh, the number forty-seven reminds me of two things. I believe in Detroit. It was the it was the channel for Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network, and it was random because it was like in the slew of Turner TV channels and not like just with the kids channels. Right, so forty. This is when it first. This is when it first came out. Like this is when Cartoon Cartoon Network Network first like got a platform because they moved to fifty two in Louisville. No, uh, yeah, fifty. It was fifty two in Louisville, but I remember in. Yeah. Anyways, we just remember two different cable channels with Detroit and Louisville. So it reminds me of that, and then also most importantly, it reminds me of it was forty seven in Detroit. That's what I'm saying. It was. That's what I, that's what yeah, I said. Yeah, it was 47 in Detroit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, but it reminds me of John Lynch from the 20, 2002 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he was a free safety. He was a, like strong safety. Mm-hmm. But remember on Blitz, he would come down and just tear people yeah. up. Yeah. Like Blitz was so crazy, especially with the Buccaneers. Oh, it was such a good game. Like, yeah, so and the Buccaneers were, were so good. So I always think of John Lynch, who is now the GM for the uh, San Francisco 49ers. I feel like Blitz changed yeah. the game to where, like, people started to Blitz more. Mike Alscott. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, that's, that's fair. You know, 
That's fair. Right? I, I like that take. Because people start playing football with that in their mindset, and it works. It works. Like, yeah, I mean, sometimes you can't blitz. Uh, Shouts out to uh, Ty Bowles, who just got named the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look at this segue. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach, uh, Bruce Arians, stepped down and handed over Ty Bowles, a black brother who was the defensive coordinator, who was a – head coach for the Giants and got fired and that's when uh, Bruce Arians picked him up for his, his uh, coaching staff so the most diverse coaching staff in the NFL Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, now get even more diverse because the head coach is the is, is, a, is a black gentleman you said his um, name is Aaron Arian Bruce Arians Arians yeah Bruce not Arian no but it, it is unfortunately close because he is he's one of those he's one of those white dudes that's down with the brothers like I, I met him at the Super Bowl once, and I had to ask him to do something for work. But I, after I did it, I I mentioned Corey because uh, Bruce Arians traded for Corey to play to go play for the Cardinals, and um, he was the head coach then. And I mentioned Corey and Louisville and stuff like that, and he started talking to me about Louisville high schools and X, Y, and Z. And he he recruited back in the day. He's just a good dude, and it was mm. like everyone's always known him. There's a famous picture of him. He went to the same college as Rondé Barber's dad. They were roommates all four years at, I can't remember the college, but there's a picture of Bruce Arians, uh, you know, as a white dude, linebacker with a fro holding the Tiki and Rondé Barber. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's just, he's been, he's, he's good. He purposely stepped down and made it so he yeah, could vacated. hire somebody else. Yeah. Give it to top both nice. successors. I think he's going to the, um, to the front office for some reason, but nice. But anyways, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, shout out to Bowles, but also blitzing. Episode forty-seven. Oh, Bowles didn't blitz in the Super Bowl nice. against against Patrick Mahomes. He like just wait, let him try to pass, and they just rushed three. That's where that's what I started with mm-hmm. talking about the the Super Bowl. Tabo's defense coordinator. And if you're listening to this podcast, just you you're getting what you love. Brandon has all the sports <laughs> and like historical knowledge of 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 the world and entertainment. And I got all the other information. And together you have the Podical Sons podcast. You all, I am finally in the room and in the same space as my younger brother. And it's been quite some time. Yeah, first time in three months. Yeah. yeah, if I wasn't sitting down when I first saw you, I would have hugged you. Yeah, we 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 did. <coughs> we, I mean, we ironically passed COVID uh, with the cough, but we we hugged. We 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 linked up. We know we wanted to get to to, to business. We yeah, we did. And, and, yeah, we did. And then kind of uh, let let things ride on the back end. But yes, miss you, brother. Yeah, you look good. Miss you too. Appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. The insights. I need to get the insights together. I got my homie, uh, Doug. He's going to refer me to his doctor, which is like a black doctor. And I feel like that's the stage of my life that I'm at, that I need a doctor. Like, I need somebody that knows what my butthole looks like. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you and need, and you isn't like, going to judge you need, me. Like, you need, like... You need, like, checkups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need, I need some checkups. I thought you were talking about, like... Your mentals. I no, you no, no. Life. Definitely mentals too. Definitely looking for a doctor in that sense, but definitely the physical before the the mental. Like the body needs to work before the head of the body can get healed. So it's like just little stuff. Vessel 
As a Moon Moon Knight is out on uh, Disney Plus now. Have you seen it? I was listening to it while I was working on a project, so I need I, I need I, to watch it. I watch saw it like the first thirty minutes, but in that he's like a vessel for something. Else. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I heard we'll, it. We'll talk about that later on. But I, just, uh, I thought of that when you were talking about you know the body being all messed up and the and the brain being okay. Yeah. Like uh, what's the guy who did, who talked with the computer? Uh, it's Stephen Hawkins. Stephen Hawkins. Mm-hmm. See, Stephen Hawkins probably wish we had a couple checkups. Have you ever watched the documentary of that <laughs> documentary? of that guy? Like, you mean, uh, just you mean the movie, the movie doc. He do, he like does a, have a movie doc, doesn't he? It's like a lot. Yeah, I don't know what those are called. What are those called? When they're like biographies. Yeah. Yeah, bi- it's a biography. Is it autobiographical? Uh, a, a biopic. Biopic. That's biopic. What it is. Yeah. No, I haven't seen his biopic. I think I watched his biopic. I might have, but it was like him and his friends talking, and like video of him talking, like with the chair, and it's just, it's wild. It's just wild what we as humans can do. It's true. Yeah. True. The body is, we still don't understand the body. Yeah, what is the body? You know what I mean? I mean, it's a smart, it's a, it's a durable ass piece of equipment. I swear. Very, very I, smart. I don't, what's the is. ticket for a chair like that that talks for you? Because, like. I don't think they're just, like, right? sold on the regular. I don't think you can, like, pick one up at I need that, though. Walmart. You need that, a though. A chair that can talk for you? Why would you need a chair that can talk for you? So I don't have to talk. No, the chair talks for you when you can't talk. Right. I understand that. You're try, You're telling me that. One of the ways you're trying to cut corners in life is to have, have something speak for you. <laughs> I mean, how fire is that? Not I speak I for me. The, I really what? don't see the. I pull up at the Grammys or like the Oscars in like this chair that I. Oh, no. Nah, then I'm starting to like placate ableist or like. Yeah, it's like super ableist. It's like, that's like, you know what I love to walk around with? Crutches. Yeah, damn. So it's like I got extra legs. I'm uh, like leaning on them. I'm like, ah. I mean, but I just like to be clear, just to be clear, when you don't have anything broke or don't need them, crutches. Like reaching for stuff. Hey, hey, hey. Crutches are their funnest when you're, when you use both your legs. I just want to make that clear. Yeah, it's at a specific age. I would, I would guess if I got to hanging on them I don't know maybe if it remember was do you remember us like getting like yelled at like we couldn't we couldn't play with the crutches in the house we couldn't play with anything grandma always said uh if you pl- if you play with it you're gonna need it one day oh my god I remember playing with the crutches and then the first time I had crutches I messed up my ankle at PRP at football practice he did real bad and I remember thinking about Damn, I was playing with them crutches. He was. And when we, when we had the crutches, Brandon was going hard with them. And then my grandma said that. And then I said, like, like, and so I didn't play with them. And I was, like, regretting it. But then he hurt himself. And I remember, oh, yeah, she did say that. I was like, dang, I ain't never going to play with crutches. So that that's good. Don't play with wheelchairs either. Brandon, I told you. I, wheelchairs, I, that can talk for you. Huh? They, or chairs that can talk or for you. Or chairs that can talk for you. you need to have to do that, that's Something bad happened. There are moments. There are moments where you just need somebody to talk for you. Like, what if it's like a translating app? What? Oh, I mean, yeah. If you're in a foreign country, yeah, hell yeah, I need to find yourself in a foreign land. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They're professionals. They're called translators. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Oh, speaking of that, uh, translators, ASL people. Yeah. Right. And Mm -hmm. obviously, the 
the mayor of Louisville is no longer doing COVID updates because because we passed that shit. But that was one of the things the ASL people. But anyways, the Coda won the Oscar for best picture, and that's about uh, a community of uh, deaf adults. Oh, I gotta watch it now. Yeah, I've been seeing it on my Apple thing. Plus, I'm gonna watch um, it. Yeah, it won best picture. So I, I haven't seen it either, mm. and I. I just saw like the the like the little picture preview thing that they mm-hmm. get you to click on stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's a little girl. There's a girl doing like this, mm-hmm. and it's sign language for "I love you." But mm-hmm. I didn't think of it that way. I thought I was like, "Why does this girl look like she's like making a cool sign with a straight face?" Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Brother? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the, the Sometimes you just gotta dig and deeper. The, and the guy, the the person who won uh, best supporting actor. Was the man in the uh, the man in that movie second time a deaf person's ever won that award? Fire! We had deaf representation in Eternals. I'm here for it. I'm really here for that. I'm here for like yeah, uh, yeah. I'm here yeah, for that, especially minority woman. It was she that she. That you know, she we was. teach the kids sign language. You got you. You teach the kids sign language. Too, we did. Right? We we did. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll do it again when when Mac. Mm-hmm. But uh, Carter, yeah, Carter did. You know, the more and um, milk, probably just more. To be honest with you. Oh, uh, please, mm. which is rubbing your chest, and then there's one other one that he used, but it wasn't. He didn't do the. He didn't get. He didn't get on the milk train. Um, Oh, and it, yeah, I guess that's poop, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I yes, yes. For children, it's helpful when they're first trying to use their words. But mm-hmm. uh, I think we should like the that was good what we were talking about. I think that like, what do you mix with like what you're watching and the Oscars? So did you watch the Oscars? Ooh, um, I did not. Okay. Even after. Twitter blew up and I got notified by uh, basically, you know, if, if you're in work, you have like group threads. If you work in TV production, you got a bunch of group threads with different people on the staff. And as things happen throughout the day when you're not working, you know, it's usually on somebody to send, send it up, send it around, um, alert people of news happening. I got a message from, shouts out to the homie Wyatt. And he and Gary, Gary's the uh, producer of uh, Brother from Another on Peacock, Sirius XM Channel 85. Um, and I saw it, and it was the Chinese dub, uh, the Japanese dub version, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I couldn't really process what was going on at that point in time. Oh, I had just came back from traveling two days to get here, mm-hmm. we stopped in Nashville to see Mom and Aunt Monica because they went to go see Sierra's play. Mm-hmm. And I have some news to the podcast, but basically, I just got a new job, so like I had a lot of stuff going on. And when I saw it, I was like, I don't really know what this is, but like, okay, the Oscars are on. And then uh, my homie Mike Gullick started texting me about it, and I was like, Wait a minute. Will Smith really? Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Before, don't say it yet. Don't say it yet. First of all, I'm glad you, you will give me that. the honor to but say. I was, but I was on. I was basically. I started watching it. I started watching everything on Twitter after that, and I was just on my phone. Well, like, why, that's why I want to kind of just stay with the outside of the Oscars and okay, stuff that you that were that really mattered, but didn't matter because it was overshadowed by something that was just beautiful. 
Um, but Quest Love, he his um yes, his documentary, documentary. Um, Summer of Soul. It won. You can do this. <laughs> best documentary. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> and this is that's great. It's like monumental. It's like my man. He got a Grammy. He got an Oscar. He's on his way to EGOT. I told. Yes. Did I tell you I'm on some EGOT energy? Like recently, like I, I really I, I wanted knew EGOT that about you. You didn't have to tell me. You said what? I already knew that about you. You didn't even have to tell me. But I, well, I've been telling other people. Like okay, yeah. I really I'm I'm on some EGOT energy. And if y'all know what an EGOT is, that's people who have won a Emmy, a Grammy, a Oscar, and a Tony. All right, yep. and there's only twenty. Three, 24 people in yep. the world have done that. Who's the most recent EGOT winner? Whoopi, maybe? Nope. Nope. We talked about this, yeah? Uh, early on the podcast, like okay. maybe episode seven or something, but. Oh, damn. On episode seven, we talked about like, this? Early, it was early. Because it happened. It was that early? recent. I'm pretty sure. Okay, but anyway, I don't know. John Legend. John Legend. John Legend's the most recent EGOT. Uh, that's fire. In the EGOT club. Yeah, that's fire. I think the last, I think his last piece was. Jesus, the Jesus thing? No, the Tony. Yeah. He wanted right. Tony. The Tony uh, for the Jesus thing. Because it's theater. Who's Jesus? He was Jesus. He was Jesus? I think he was like Rock and Roll Jesus. Jesus. Rock and Roll Jesus. He, did he something wanted about Tony the for birth. being Jesus? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I knew he's EGOT, but I didn't know that. Um, but anyways, keep keep building. Keep setting um, the scene. Keep setting the scene. And shouts out to Quest Love. And shout out to Quest Love. I mean, honestly, that was the only other... Important thing I saw happen at the at the Oscars. Were you Oscar watching one. it? That, I mean, Absolutely not. It? No, no. So you, where was your? I was. Oh, where, where were you was consuming? I, I was. You said you. I, I, it was. It was Twitter. I saw it first on Twitter. I ran to World Star because that's my like. If it ain't on World Star, it's not like real. Yeah, it's not real. Um, watched it on World Star, and then it was so sweet. Oh, it was so sweet. But that was so sweet. This, my idol, I don't know if y'all, welcome to episode 47. I don't know if we've had this conversation about this. Um, I wrote on my Facebook that, like, people know that I, I love Will Smith and that Will Smith is, like, I'm fanboy for Will Smith, right? Yes. And people know that. But they don't know I am the opposite of fanboy for Chris Rock, right? Wow. Always, always have been. Can Always I, have been. Can I say this? Okay. I was looking at old clips of mine on Instagram, mm-hmm. and when we did the test show mm-hmm. uh, for this podcast. Yes. We did the mind meld game where we both said candy. Okay. At the I same time. That. Yeah. And then another clip from that was it was around Halloween, and it was a blackface commentary, and I said that Jimmy Fallon did Chris Rock, and we pulled it up and watched the tape. And you said, "That's what you get. That's what you get, Chris Rock. That's what you get for being making them so comfortable around that they, they think that they think they can put blackface on and, and imitate you." And it was the first time I had heard that take, but it's not a rare one as much as because there's receipts of Chris Rock being out here. Cooning is the word. I, oh, that's the word you don't want to use it. That's the word you use. But I. But after I don't want to say cooning. I'll say. But I'll say this stuff came out that well about Chris Rock growing up and 
and being being beat up because he was little, then being beat up because he moved to a white, predominantly white school and being a, a nigger and little and his, his relationship with the word and how he's like the seven hours of therapy a, a week because he's like constantly trying to work on himself. So I was like, oh, dang, like he, all those things that we've seen of him, of him letting Louis C.K. and uh, it was him, Louis C.K., Seinfeld and Ricky Gervais and Louis C.K. is just the whole bit is Louis C.K. saying that we say nigger in our act you guys don't and you wouldn't but we're kind of niggers so that's what we say and like Chris Rock is like co-signing this madness from this this masturbator (laughs) just Louis C.K. whatever he's accused of and I was just like oh my gosh there's receipts of like Chris Rock kind of like uh, definitely in a place where he's afraid of conflict mm-hmm. to the point where he will let someone who's in his fraternity as a mm-hmm. comedian throw the N-word around mm-hmm. and he's the only black person there mm-hmm. and he's just smiling yep. and taking it. Yep. And I was like, ooh. Cause I didn't notice about Chris Rock. Yeah, man. And, you know, the way you explain that, I, I have more sympathy than I had for him at the beginning of this podcast. Um, <laughs> okay. I, you know. It came out. Torrey posted about it because Chris Rock has been speaking yeah. since this happened. Yeah. And we're figuring out, like, the level of trauma that he went through. Like, yeah. he made a show called Everybody Hates Chris. Like, right. he's been through some shit. He's, he's, it's, uh, Mr. Chow said uh, a master hides his weaknesses a grandmaster uses them and i think chris rock has done a really good job using the weaknesses that he has around because he has a whole bit about black versus black people versus niggas i hate i mean like it's it's been a part of his his shtick for a long time and i'm and and i get it and you know he's hurting and yeah i get he's definitely hurting physically now yeah yeah yeah, because will smith smacked fire from him smacked fire from him smacked fire from him and when i tell you like i shouldn't feel good about somebody assaulting somebody else i shouldn't feel good about uh apparently heavily bullied uh young man who you know just kind of went through life never saying the right thing or doing the right thing and this honestly is probably shit that seven hours is about to be 14 and a half Cause we got some shit to to get through Ooh. after 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 that. Um, uh, but can I please? I, I, I first of all, I gotta say we we haven't you you gotta we yeah 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 we haven't. Listen here, Chris Rock, bro. You be with the black people, man. If you was if you was if you was like trying to appease. I was talking about talking about the actual event and what happened. Okay. Because you, you brought up Questlove, so okay. like I thought you were getting to it. But Chris, Chris Rock, Rock was there okay, to present the award for mm-hmm. Best Documentary. Mm-hmm. He had rehearsed some jokes and told and, and prepped those jokes to the to the Oscar staff. Yep. When he got out there, Jada Pickett Smith and Will Smith are sitting front row. Yep. And he freestyles a joke on Jada yep. and says, Jada G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. <laughs> and then her reaction got caught on t- channel on, on TV, and then that's what the people reacting to. And then you see Will giggle a little bit, and he, he, you know, you can see, and we've all been in a situation where we thought something was 
one thing until we saw how our significant other took it, and we we're like, oh, this is a whole other thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think those were one of, that was one of those instances. Anyways, Chris Rock, and the reason why I say it is more so bullying up until this point is because Chris Rock has poked and prodded at Jada Pickett-Smith on the Oscar stage when she was trying to start the boycott of Oscar So White back in the day, 2016, and Chris Rock was the host for the first time at that point in time. So he's already kind of been poking at Jada, so it seems I mean, like he's low hanging po- fruit. He's been poking at, at Will his entire yes. career too. Like I, I've, yes. I've, I saw some clips about him, like little jabs he was throwing at Will back in the day. So, so it's disrespect to the family as a whole. So, anyways, Will Smith. Next thing you know, you see Will Smith walking towards Chris Rock. Chris Rock, everyone's seen it at this point in time. So he said, now this is what I think is important. He says, King Richard. Yeah. He said, King Richard. Oh, And it looked like Will Smith was about to whisper something to Chris Rock's ear. And instead, as Lance said, he smacked fire to Chris Rock's face. Um, and when, y'all, let, now let me go through it because I've paused the video and slow mode it quite a bit, all right? Now, people think that Will Smith, like, drew back and, like, smacked him open face, just very disrespectful cartoon-like. But that's not Will Smith. Y'all got to remember, Will Smith was Ali, all right? You don't forget mm. that boxing training like that. What you saw was his hand was at his waist. The man walked to where he knows his reach is, like, the end of his reach is. Like, he was looking at the floor. Floor. He mounted himself, like set himself, put his weight lower to his body, came up from his waist and went up and over. He didn't. There was no like the the the. You know how you usually have to round up to slap somebody. Oh there was God. just the the momentum was from the up. And when he, by the time he got up, the over, like the swing over, and did you hear the, mm, the, now this is how you know it was a good shot. Like it was all hand, no like, no wrist or like palm on like jaw. Now like I'm not trying hands, to. Knock I think you mean it's like kind of all fingers and palm. All fingers and palm. All fingers yes. and palm. And he said, oh. He said, oh. And you know, people was giving, I'll give it up for Chris Rock. He ate that. He very Not only much so ate, ate it. He gave the best play-by-play possible, and he honestly gained some fans from this play-by-play. The words immediately after he got smacked was, "Whoa, whoa, dude! Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me." And he, then Will Smith says, "Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Chris Rock said, "It was a GI Jane joke," and he's like, and then the way. Lance's idol says this next one is the exact same sentence, but the way he said it just is, was just. It's not the exact same sentence. He added in a, a flavorful word. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> and he, he stuttered his words time. too. He was about to say, keep my fucking wife's name. But he stopped. He remembered his script reading, and he said, "Keep my wife's name." Now look, now look, y'all. I want y'all to. Oh, go, 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 go. No, we're pause real quick. Chris Rock, you say he gave the best play-by-play after, right? The best joke after that is, "I'm about to sue Will Smith for two hundred million dollars." That's a good joke. Because it's not a joke. 
The best jokes are, are jokes. What are you talking he about? Didn't wanna, he didn't want to press charges. No, he didn't, and he still isn't. And that, that's some real stand-up stuff. That's actually going to get him a lot of street cred in the black community. Because you took your, <laughs> you took your, you took your, your, your you slap, it, you I'm ate saying. it, and then you you being cool. You ain't calling the cops and all this other stuff. But me and Will got to have a conversation. And, bro, I need half of everything you make from this. Because his book is going to be a best. I started reading it immediately. I said I saw I told, the tweet I told and every, picked up the book. I told everyone, I said, uh I said, Will Smith gonna sell so many books, but I need an addendum. Like now, like this is yeah. when the, the book should have been written. Straight up. Like after this, like we gotta yes. add in this part. I need I need I know I need a I need a little it is little insert. the talk of every barber shop. It is the talk of every Bro. like place. It happened Monday night. No, Sunday night. And it is now Thursday. This is March, the last day of the year. Or last day of the year. Last day of the month. <laughs> and I think that we're going to be talking about, uh, on our show, uh, Michael Smith said, uh, the definition of news is something unusual. And I was like, well, this story is going to be talked about well into, well into the new year. Outside of the Ukraine Russian war. Yeah, this is the second most surprising thing that's happened in 2022. Oh, which is actually kind of a blessing. Yeah, it is. It was like it was like Betty Betty White died, and then Russia got into a war, and then Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, and that's a like like I remember no, 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 this. No, 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 not, not just not just that because this is what yeah. I want to get to next. He slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. Quest Love. Goes up on stage, gets dapped up by that same hand that slapped Chris Rock because Will Smith is Philly. Yep. And, and Questlove, I, Questlove I was going to say this. Is Philly. I really think that that played into Will's decision. Decision what? To slap Chris Rock. That, like, Philly representation, like, he can't Wait, be it wasn't, no. He, they, Questlove didn't win it yet. It don't matter about him winning it yet. It's like he was in the building. Well, you know, how long, how many times has Questlove been to the Oscars? It's like, Philly is in the building. We represented. I know he's going to win for that. Questlove I'm definitely about, about to win for this. His his documentary that ended up winning. And what Will should have did. But what, no, let, no, let me finish. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me finish. I think, also, got dapped up. Questlove gives her the speech. Then they come out and give the Oscar for, 10 minutes later, they give the Oscar for Best Actor. And Will Smith wins for King Richard. He was a favorite, but he won, being became the fifth black male to win that award. And everyone in the room is still kind of in whiplash mode of like, oh, uh, this is the guy who just walked onto the stage, assaulted Chris Rock. Mm -hmm. Did you see the acceptance speech? Very it's, heartfelt. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I don't, I don't think it was. You don't? I'm still thinking about the fact that he just smacked Chris Rock in the face. Yeah. I, like think, I, think, I, think, I think the standing ovation that he got afterwards is like so Hollywood. Like how is no one thinking like, in my opinion, at, at, the, at the very least, how does this man think that he can do that? And also, and still, and still stand in front you, of us and act like he's. What are you talking like, about? What are you talking about? This is Will Smith. We're talking about. Stop playing. What do you mean? If anybody could do it, Will Smith could do it 
first of all. Second of all, like, he's the, like, like, he knew he was going to win. Like, it was his night. It was his night. And he's unbothered, and he will not take disrespect. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Also, they're talking about taking the Oscar away. So? They can't take it away. Yes, they can. They can physically, but they can't, like, they cannot take that moment away. They cannot take like everything that happened I'm at that the Oscar was taken away because he smacked Chris Rock right before it. No, it was it was it was cemented in history. We we will forever talk about that Oscar. The the, the we will talk about that Oscar and we will talk I about the Oscar talk, Hattie McDaniel one. I think they'll talk about the slap over the talk about the Oscar. I mean, either way, what Will should have did, right? And when I say should have did, I mean by European standards. Like, by cultural, like, indigenous standards, slapping a person after they've disrespected you on stage in front of people is, like, culturally acceptable. When I'm talking about just different cultures, Asian, Spanish, African, like, the, these cultures are fine with that. It's Even European cultures. Even European cultures used to go up in France. You would go yeah, up, take your glove off, think. smack you. I challenge you to a duel yeah, in the Wild West. You feel me? Smack you 10 paces, bro. I, I said that after it happened, too. Like, we would have had to go outside and do 10 paces, like, turn around I and think, shoot. Meet me at I, high noon. I think if he... I would feel completely different about it if the thing, the sentence that he uttered and screamed at Chris Rock, he said while he was walking his way. So Chris Rock knew that he was about to, like that the action was coming his way. I think I would have accepted that more because it really, it was the equivalent of a sucker punch. No, I ain't no sucker punch, boy. Look, y'all, look here. I, I, this is another thing I've been telling people because like, my experience with like hosting and being on stage, I've been doing it for quite some time, Brandon, if you can't recall, right? Like a decade plus, I've been like hosting and being on stage. When somebody approaches the stage, it's always treated as hostile. It's, ne it's never a... It's never sweet. And I, I don't understand why Chris Rock... It really confused me. Because it's Will Smith. It's, I don't care if it's Will Smith. I, like, I don't care who it is. Like, I, I don't care who it is. Especially if it's the guy I just said a joke about. Like, when I say a joke about something or somebody or just a demographic that's in the room and then that demographic starts to walk to the stage, like, I know to be on point. It's not even no... And that's just me as a host doing host. Maybe, you know, Chris Rock doesn't host a lot, right? In comedy shows, he ain't been... Um, Walked up on, but it happens. I'm sure he's been on stage. I'm sure than, he's been walked have. up on. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, like he thought it was a sweet situation, but if somebody's approaching the stage and they're not supposed to be approaching the stage, are you supposed to take that? They let Will walk to his seat. Like that's why people are saying it's scripted. People are like, "Oh, that was staged," because like, there's no way this, 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 and this, and this can happen, right? But I say less staged, more like like orchestrated right you know what i mean like where we're going to put we're going to make a situation happen run those jokes by me chris oh yeah that'll be perfect all right where are we sitting will let's sit will smith here no here. they you said specifically that he did not those, those of, of the jokes he said out there because he had to re run them through he did not mention jada pickett she he snuck that one in off the top i mean then you deserve to get slapped bro that was unnecessary you didn't need to you didn't even need to like crowd work the crowd, bro. Like stick to the script, call up the damn nom nominee, and keep it moving, bro. The fact that you didn't do that, like that's why you got slapped. I mean, yeah, I mean, but I, I would say yes. I would say 
this has been like a raw shack test of like blue dress or white and gold dress. Interesting. Like what you see. Interesting. I think everyone's bringing their own worldview and all their past experiences Interesting. to the moment mm-hmm. to justify it. And I, I, I think everyone's trying to find the why. Mm-hmm. And for people that are trying to find the why did this happen? Why did Will Smith break character? Why did he, you know, mm-hmm. embarrass us for trusting him? All the time, because it always comes to be personal. At the end of the day, I think people who are so offended by it, like the Wanda Sykes of the world and the Amy Schumers of the world are saying they're traumatized by it. They just think it was flat out wrong. Mm-hmm. And any justification to Will's actions, they feel like people are on the other side. That's why it's so binary. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's just going to continue to be talked about. But I, I do think that people need to... I think there's an overreaction to it happening. Like, his mama came out and was on the Philly News talking mm-hmm. about, like... I saw that. He's out of character. I've never I've seen never his mother. Like that. I've never, I know. And I've never seen him do like something like that before. That lets me know that... You know, he hit Jaden up. He's like, hey, was that crazy? And he probably was like, yeah, dad, you was tripping. And he's, he's apologized since. And I think he realizes that he was, he did something that he, he probably will regret. But from the, 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 commu- the comedic community, they're trying to like protect comedy and protect their right to say whatever the fuck you want. Like all that social media bullshit. No. No. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here for that. It's been an overreaction yeah. for that. Like we've been inside for too long, so much so that people don't recognize that. If you outside, like people in New York know damn well they can't say whatever they want without getting smacked. Yeah. Running, walking through that city. Yeah. Like you have consequences to your words. Yeah. I, I basically inadvertently called one of my bosses racist and eventually I had to get out of there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's repercussions. Yeah, there's repercussions. <laughs> like like and, to your like, work, to what, to what you a, say. It's, a, you can, it's freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want, but you cannot control the reactions to what you say. The reactions of people to, right, to what you say, right, plain right, and simple. Right, 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 right. And exactly. you got to get it together. Now, I wanted to wrap this up and we can move on, but I wanted to say what Will should have did. What he should have done was take the joke, won the Oscar, and during his acceptance speech, went hard on Chris Tucker and just said, you know, how dare Chris you Rock. keep my Chris Rock, how dare you um, have my wife's name in your mouth, da da da, during this time, blah, 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 blah. She has alopecia, blah, 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 blah. I'm here to protect girls, blah, 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 blah. The two young women, Venus and Serena. All right, thank you. Like, he, he should have went hard on them at, 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 with his acceptance speech. Yeah. Made them feel small and everything else. Made everybody understand, okay, jokes. And then you talk about I the agree com- with that. Right? Yeah. And then the comedic, or I wanted to touch, I did want to wrap it up. But you're right about the com- comedians. Like, I be telling comedians all the time, like, no, bro, it don't work like that. You can't say what you want to say. It I mean, you, like you, you, you can, but, like, Dave Chappelle had to go through all the stuff he mm-hmm. had to go through after he came at trans people yep. again for his last yep. special. Like, yep. there is repercussions, and you do have the freedom Always. of speech, but you also got the freedom to not be able to work no more or, yep. or, not, or get blacklisted. Like, yep. All that shit is very, very real. Yep. And, like, a, a simple a, a comedy club could be, like, you could a comedian could get in a fight with with an audience member, and then at the end of that night, the comedy club's like, "Here's your money. Please don't ever come back here again." Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, and I, so I think, I don't think that Will Smith should get his Oscar taken away because, like you said, it kind of had nothing to do with his actions there. Yeah. Like, uh, there's word that he uh, that he was asked to leave 
but also like who was it that was asking the leave? Exactly. Because because like you said, it's Will Smith and he knows he's about to win the Oscar. And he's like, like if you don't get the fuck out of my face, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Seriously, I, I talked to Denzel. We good. Seriously, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, Seriously, like, I, like I'm, I got you. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on good behavior. He's fucking Will Smith. What security guard? What security I, I, I guard? Don't like, but I don't like. Do you want to be the security guard to push? I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like that mentality. But that's like I don't the no one's above each other, and I think. I think this this I think Will Smith like honestly Agreed. it's funny because like everything Agreed. that I everything that I would like hone in on on morals could be pushed back to like things I've learned following Will Smith you know what I mean like and I think you know he's a habitual smacker when he gets offended damn man you know what I'm saying so like, yeah I'm over here thinking about like the the it's just a bad look it's it's it was it's not it's not good it's not. I think he would regrets doing it. I think yeah. he regrets doing it. I think as someone who doesn't have alopecia and doesn't understand the sensitivity in a black woman when it comes to their hair and, and having to cut your hair for health reasons, mm-hmm. I thought the joke was mild. But mm-hmm. I can see if somebody made a, uh, a married to a white woman joke to me that was mild, I may be more sensitive to it because it's already something I'm, I'm right. thinking about. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So like, up, I can't up. gauge... How someone else takes it, from my perspective, it didn't seem like it warranted the slap. And it's I've been kind of, and I think everyone has been kind of just like understanding the fact that like this 5% that you don't see from people, mm-hmm. from celebrities that have been in the eye from everything, like it could be anything. And like we saw a piece of it a little bit mm-hmm. with this incident. <laughs> it was like, it's fucking people up. They're like, Will Smith. The guy who doesn't cuss in his raps now. He was a rapper, but he doesn't cuss in. He just and rapped about and I, how and why he doesn't cuss. I streamed his music all week. I could I could really recite you a lot of the songs. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, did you hear what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said? What? You know what he did. He's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's. You know he would he would probably call himself woke. More of a, a leftist ideology. Mm-hmm. Like you know he's peace love. Um, he said. He blogs about anything that goes on. He wrote a blog saying that Will Smith's smack to Chris Rock at the Oscars was a blow to men, women, the black community, and entertainment mm-hmm. as a whole. And I don't like the rhetoric of saying that black people got set back yeah. by this. Because mm, me too. But, I'm the same way, Brandon. But, I, I, I check people all the time when they say that. It was like, it was like, oh, this looks, this looks, uh, is a bad look for the black community. I said, hey, I'm not about them politeness politics, fam. Like, mm. it, it's not anger or right. reaction to certain things. It's not a black, white, Asian, nothing thing. It's a human thing. Shit, it's an animal thing. If 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 an animal, you know what I mean sniffs the wrong way a wolf you know tear his throat out like it, we don't we don't control that shit like what are you what are you talking about and don't put that on black people like that was between them don't put that on black men that was between them like oh, if chris rock would have like threw his mic at will smith's head afterwards justify a reaction that's not black on black crime that's not like wasn't holding mic but yes well you know what i mean oh 
Oh yeah, he wasn't. And Chris Rock got some long ass fingers. He probably should have retaliated. He probably could have just stood where he was at and swung and at least scratched oh, this man. motherfucker. The but, way Will Smith walked away too was just like, bro. It's so, like one of those action movies oh, where the hero walks away from a, a building explodes. Oh my god. Like, it's so, so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Shout out to uh, the homie Chip, Chip Calloway, uh, or Mad Moon Vibes Art. Uh, he called me directly after and had this whole conversation. And oh, damn, I just said your whole name and I'm low key about to tell your business, but it's okay. Um, he was talking about he had the same situation and how like he got severe consequences from the situation. He's like, we not Will, we not all Will Smith. You can't be going around smacking people because they Bro, Will talk Smith bad. Is gonna get, trying to protect. Will Smith is going to get his version of dude. Dudes punishment. Consequences. Agreed. You know what Completely I'm saying? Agreed. And Completely then also agreed. people are saying like uh he should go on red table talk and they and they should uh put something out. I was like, why would he go to his like abusers? Because if 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 he is that I won't say it like this because it sounds negative, but is he if he's that fragile mentally and he needs that work, I don't see how putting him in proximity with this Lord knows what he had an opinion about mm-hmm. Will Smith before. I mean, there's this, a lot of there's like, a lot of things that you could like. There's a lot of things that you could bring out or do from this. Like, I would completely play pay pay per view uh, to see Chris Rock and Will Smith fight, and I would even <laughs> love about to a see thriller, a thriller match. Yeah, celebrity death match like oh. them actually. actually Oh, oh my god! I don't want to see that. No, no, no. He got a fall though. He got to take a fall just on his reputation. Oh they had a conversation gosh, about it. So um, speaking of actors with um, weird illnesses that start with the A, Bruce Willis has <laughs> aphasia. It is a form <laughs> of Alzheimer's, Ooh. and he's stepping away from acting. Have you heard this? Ooh. Did you did you hear this, Brandon? <laughs> Honestly, it's such a good segue because the reason we heard about it is his wife Demi Moore posted it from GI Jane One. <laughs> the actual his woman from the actual actress from GI Jane is Bruce Willis's wife Demi Moore, and she posted about Bruce Willis stepping away from acting. Because he, yeah, because he, he, he's not all the way there. And I think I like getting in front of this. Yeah. Because the way we recycle and reuse big movies and storylines yeah. already, they'd be, like, Bruce Willis could get, like, Donald Glover, go, Donald Glover ghost and just disappear and no one see him for a while. And people would be like, man, I can't wait for him to come back. Like... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just oh, you know, lethal weapon. Can't wait. Right, for, right, you know, right, right. Whatever. And Bruce Willis probably wasn't even with lethal weapon. He wasn't. But uh, go ahead and say like, I get him and Mel not... Gibson mixed up a lot. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, but anyways, oh, uh, what's the one with the holiday movie? Die Hard. This Die Hard. You know, Die Hard. Yeah. Bring Die Hard back. But they're just coming out and like, listen, it's not. He's not well. Yeah, and he's and, it, and because of that, he's not going to show up in your little red movies or. or yeah. What else? What other stuff that Bruce yeah. Willis has been? A lot of good stuff. In? So, if many people didn't know this about me either, Brandon, I don't know if you know this about me, but like, I really hold Bruce Willis in high regard. He's like one of he's in my top five. Really? Yes, Bruce Willis is in my top five. I I, I don't. He has black in him. I don't know what okay. it is. Like, why 
he he just looks good, right? He gets older and continues to look good. So like down that gene line, like it's a very interesting, dangerous concept that I cannot stop thinking about now when it comes to the whites that are definitely white, but 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 I'm trying to give you one more. I'm trying to think of one more. But I don't want to go down that. Down you can that. go. You can think about it. And, you know, I'm gonna keep going. So Bruce Willis is really. I mean, he's done some amazing work. He's always been, um, uh, 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 like that guy, right? And even not even action hero guy, but he can give you, you know, the suspense. He can give you the comedy. I really love his versatility, and it pains me to see that. You know, I, I won't be seeing any Bruce Willis anymore and I'm upset about it. Really? So I wanted to Yeah, very much so, man. I love I love Bruce Willis, bro. Yeah, give me, it's like top literally five, top five Bruce Willis movies go. Oh my goodness. Armageddon, of course. Um okay. Six well, Sense. Okay. What's up? You got you just I don't know how I felt coming into this bit, but you just had those two good ones. Those <laughs> <laughs> two it's two really there's two really good ones. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, hey we're going to go. I can break it down. I was going to break it down. Um, Sixth Sense, though. Sixth Sense was uh, my, yeah. my thing, thing. Um, oh, I love him in red. I love him in red. Oh my God. He was great in red. Because okay. he's like this comic, like assassin. It's crazy. Um, uh, 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 what's the. Uh, Oh no! And I don't even like the popular ones. Like I like his like, I like his new. No, clearly, stuff. if you if you think he's in your top five, then you clearly are watching deep cuts. Yes. No. Oh and my And I also goodness. get him mixed up with Nicolas Cage every now and then. But uh, what you gotta, <laughs> you gotta give me two more? You gotta give me two more. Okay, two more, two more, two more, two more. Bruce Willis uh, joints, bro. It's a volcano one, and I don't think it's Dante's Peak. It's not. It's not. Because the volcano one was volcano one was Armageddon. Oh no, you're probably thinking about Con Air. No, he wasn't in Con no, Air. That's, 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 <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Why do you get the <laughs> stuff? That's crazy. But I will give you Mel Gibson. But Nicholas Cage and Bruce Willis, I'm not giving you. Okay, I'm gonna give you two just and get out the way. Looper, right? Looper, Looper, Looper. Looper he did good. That was, a, um, that was a thinker. Yeah, yeah. Looper was a thinker. I like I like thinkers. Um, oh, and then of course, Fifth Element. That's good. I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't have been able to to give you if I was to list his movies. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's yeah. Because some people probably would take out Red in a heartbeat and put Die Hard there. Yeah, and that's probably a lot of people's. Maybe something else for Looper too. Maybe some some. Oh, because wasn't he? Was he in Seven? Yes. Oh my no, God. No, he wasn't in Seven. Was he, he was in Seven. Him and Morgan Freeman. That's another good one. I he thought, was I in thought, Seven. I thought Brad Pitt was in Seven. He was Brad Pitt. Damn. <laughs> Damn. It definitely was Brad Pitt. <laughs> oh goodness. He was a detective. Oh, oh I got one. I, oh, this is my, I know exactly what you were saying. We're gonna say at the same time. You ready? Wait, wait, wait. Let me get the actual yeah. We gotta get the it. name. We got the name. Uh, it's you in. I got it. One, two, three. The whole nine yards. Would you say unbreakable? What he wasn't? He the wasn't whole nine no, yards? the whole nine yards is fire, Brandon. <laughs> oh my! The whole nine yards is fire. Oh, that's top. That's top. That's top five. <laughs> 
Whole nine yards top five. The whole nine yards is so good. I think that's why I like Red. I'm gonna replace Red with the whole nine yards because he he was giving that comedy romance. Matthew Perry was get was in the game. That girl in the game. was in a. Uh, she was in that that, that Jason titties, Biggs man. movie. She was in that Jason Biggs movie where she like there was she was kicking his ass. Neil Diamond, whatever. She she showed her titties. I forgot her name in that movie. Yeah, whole nine yards. Probably. Oh yeah, she did. She did. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, Bruce Willis has been. Uh, oh, but you said what? The hmm. oh, Unbreakable. Yeah, Unbreakable. M Night Shyamalan. I don't know. Mm. Uh, yeah, you taking mm. direction. I understand it. It was it. I don't think it was Unbreakable. Was it? Cause that's the one that was that was uh, Samuel Jackson's. One? That's Samuel Jackson's one. I thought his is unbreakable. He's undefeatable. He's like, yeah, unbreakable. What's the Samuel? Oh, Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass is Samuel's, and then the split. I haven't seen all those. I've seen. You got to see all. Of I've those. seen the three one. Did you know that? Talking about movies real quick. Did you know that Nightmare After Christmas, the Frankenweenie movies are all tied together. So, do you know the Frank and Weenie movies? Yeah, I, I haven't seen them, but I, I oh, remember the cartoons sense, cause from them because they're because it was like the dog from the. Each time it's Jack. It, 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 Nightmare Before like, Christmas is I've the seen, last. I've seen nine, of the prequel. Caroline, I've seen Caroline. I wonder how those fit in. Nine and Caroline. Those other two, Ted Burton. These are oh Tim Burton. Joints. Tim Burton. These are Tim Burton. It's interesting. This okay. Yeah, Tim Burton did. Yeah, Tim Burton did do that. Yeah. Dope. I Dope. really don't like it. You like those Tim Burton live action ones. Like the one with him and Johnny yeah. Depp. What's that shit called? Yeah. Edward Dark Shadows. Shadows. Oh, Dark Shadows was fire too. Edward Scissorhands, yeah. Dark, yeah. Sha- Dark Shadow was fire. Or Dark, yeah. Shadows or something like that. Yeah. He shouldn't. Johnny Depp is like a whole womanizer and abuser. He needs to stop working. He does, with him. He does, he's he's been in the news for putting his hands on women like a lot. That's not good at all. Um, you got something to go into because I oh, I had a, another little small little thing thing thing. Yeah, go good. Brandon, y'all came back. He didn't come back alone. He he. They, they was posting <laughs> pictures. It was posting pictures when they posted, and it was like house a little fuller, car a little fuller, heart. A little fuller, and it was beautiful because oh. their lives. Shout out to Michelle's uh, Instagram feed. Yeah, Michelle's Instagram feed be lit. Um, well, lit if you are like related to us. Yeah. Um, otherwise, Michelle, when you listen to this, love, you can put, you can post some more stuff, man. You can post some personality pics. Just, I mean, I probably, I probably could too. Well, you work with social media, trash. so your Instagram yes. is. And yeah, Brandon, you could just post a nice little candid, not even of yourself, like your shoe, you know, and put the time. <laughs> just <laughs> be like, let us let us know what you're going through over there, big guy. Um, oh my god! No, 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 that's, no, no. That's no. actually coming to it. That's changing too. But that's the that's an update later. What you call it? They came back, y'all, with my nephew, my new nephew, and I'm hoping this one goes well. Carter didn't take to me well um, when he Lance. was first. Born. You don't. You don't. You don't put the work in. Uh, yeah, I don't put the work in because you, you got to be around busy. kids. You, you got to be around also kids. Your, on your free time. You don't like to be. You don't like to be around kids. Yeah. No. It's fine. It's fine. And I definitely, <laughs> definitely need to be around him more. Um. But you know. Yeah, and I have a scary face. I get it. And um, our uh, the new baby is here. His name is Mac. 
I'm so excited to meet him. He's asleep right now. I know. Sad. I was thinking maybe he'd be up so you can get a chance to. I can't wait for all you guys. Oh, to, the Chucky, Chucky, you guys Chucky. A, yeah, no, no, no. He's something else. Definitely a little Newman. It, it's interesting. Is he? He's changing all the time. So it's uh, it's interesting because he definitely doesn't look like like Carter's baby pictures look like my baby pictures, and Max's baby pictures kind of look like Michelle's. But mm-hmm. I've seen him. I've seen like. Baby, you a yeah. little bit. In I was about to say, I, I thought he looked like me. You seen that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I, I seen, seen the baby picture, I was like, "Ooh, he's me." I yeah. said, "He got. He's giving. He's giving. He's giving Lance vibes." Giving like Kingston Lance was vibes. giving you vibes. Kingston was giving me vibes. He was giving Brandon vibes. So, yeah. um, in in celebration of Max uh, return, I have a list of uh, nicknames that I'm going Ooh, to nice um, that we can you know cycle through. I think that I'm going to use different ones just based on the personality he's given at that moment. Fair, um, but we'll get through it. Macalicious, of course, um, that's my favorite. Um, macaroni, macadamia nut, mm. Mac truck. MacBook, and I want mm. this one in case he's being like smart or expensive. You know what I mean? I like, like that. if he's asking for something, Daddy, yes. I want the most expensive. All right, MacBook. Yeah, you know I mean, um, I like that. Macintosh, um, Big Mac with that special sauce. Ooh, um, special sauce. Macro Maker, um, okay. Mac a Million, Mac and Cheese, Mackie, Mackel. Like, all right, Mackel. You know, like he being sophisticated, Mc- oh, like like Mac- like like Michelle, and then Damn, also Michael. Like instead of Michael, it's no, Michael. I get, I, I yeah, got you got it. it. I'm following. This is good. This Very is good. Dope. Thinking the mac and cheese, of course, when he's being all sweet and like gooey mac and, and cheese, just yeah. melty, yeah. Ma- make you melt. Savory right, mac and cheese when he's, when he's being savory. Yes, when he's being savory, right? Um, uh, Macadocious, mm-hmm. and the last one is mackerel. Mm. Something's fishy. Lance, I... Something's fishy, mackerel. I love... I said you didn't put any work in with Carter. You've already clearly done the work with, with, with Mac. You're already trying to uh, lap yourself. I love it. <laughs> I love it because... And you haven't said any of the ones that are staples around our house. Oh, word? Mackie. Okay. And for some reason, Michelle says this. This is a little bit more Irish than I like. But McAdoo. Oh, <laughs> McAdoo! Why did I think of McAdoo? Why did I think of McAdoo? McAdoo, McAdoo. So that's, that's, a big, that's a big one. I like McAdoo. Hand me McAdoo. McAdoo, do do do. Yeah, man. But yes, thank you. That's I, I, I okay. thank you. I like that. Um, I'm a fan. Cool. Uh, there is. Oh, I'll I'll just I'll do this. I'll just, I'll make I make the switch to this where um. You know, we're talking about me. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find like a a song that uh, references changes. <laughs> Your song choice has been changes. Trash. This episode is very Eurocentric. Uh, my because <laughs> that's Aerosmith, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. So I blame you for that, Aerosmith, because uh, I'm getting. Oh, okay. Now that's just clear. I don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss a thing. But when you really think about it, like, why would you do that? Review. The sweetest dreams will never do because I miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss a thing. 
It's beautiful. Wait a minute, I got a cough. No, no. I don't want to close my eyes. Um, I'm definitely getting off my my my, my white boy lyrics. Um, <laughs> before this episode is my over, white boy lyrics. Keep going. Keep going. Um, oh shoot. Okay. All right. Ready. Change is coming. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is my last day oh. working for <clears throat> NBC's Brother from Another. It has been um, a month in, or a year in three, four months. Um, keep talking. I need to drink some water. I got some stuff going on my throat. Are you? I was doing like yeah. the the background music to like really kind of set the mood, but I'll do like this. It right. sounded like a whale. Uh, even better. Coming with a well of uh, announcement, ladies and gentlemen, mm. after a full uh, season of playing for a brother from another, Brandon Newman, the LL Coolest, is getting traded to the... I can't say just yet. Oh, fuck. But... I tried to get you. But... That was some Nori, but, Nori shit. Because I think it's one of those situations that if I announce... Where I'm working for antennas go up for other people and other things around that haven't been announced yet. Right, 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 right. But it's going to be really, really cool. Okay. We're really excited about it. We're still in the podcast game. It's going to be so serious that this garage that we're in is we're getting flipped to a studio that I'm going to be working out of every day um, and changes the foot. And and big things and it's all all great and God is good and I think it's a uh, it's it's another good and perfect gift and uh, I can't wait to tell you guys and I'm pretty sure you'll be excited about it as well. Go lick that on your stamp and mail it off. <laughs> so stupid. I know. But, no, they need to draft a letter. Go no, lick their stamp. And send stop, it off. Stop. Go ahead and send stop, it off. Stop, stop, stop. So, anyways, but uh, I think with this new job, mm-hmm. it's going to be back in my court to. It was like the Maybe I'm Crazy days where, like, pushing me into things that I'm doing for work is feeds the social media. Mm-hmm. And I guess because. I I know what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. I only I only get I only the button gets only pushed to go mm-hmm. when the money's flowing in to do so. Come on now, right? So I wasn't getting paid to be great on social media within this last couple of years, right? <clears throat> and then also I was doing some I had some own personal things going on. It took me a while to bounce back from uh, the 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 whole beef with. Would do it. I was believing a little bit of what he said, you know, imposter syndrome and all the other shit like that. So I took the time to work on me internally, mentally, mm. and I am back. Mm. I am better. Mm. I am good. Mm. And I'm gonna show everyone. And I'm gonna have fun doing it, and it's gonna be very, very fun. And I can't wait to uh, explore this next stage of my career mm. and. Uh, Continue to to document it on this podcast. This was your dream as well, 
as things change, things mm-hmm. happen, this podcast will just be a vehicle to kind of showcase these moments uh, yep. and shifts in in my reality, which should shift everyone's reality uh, around me and uh, as family should. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's just very exciting. My last episode, Brother from Another Tomorrow, they're going to have me on to say goodbye. Um, really excited with those guys. I plan on being a guest the next time I go on this show. Yep, come getting, on. Getting, getting a little coin to do that. So, come on now. Um, Good would have been God, except I added more O's. If I knew she was cheating and still Baltimore closes because I was still cheating with my Baltimore, you know. Have you heard uh, Amy Winehouse's uh, Love is Blind? Oh, yes. It's a wonderful song. Yes. It's on the Black album. Mm. Crazy. Back to Black. Back to Black. Mm. Yeah. She was at uh, Questlove, just to bring it back to what we were talking about originally. Mm -hmm. Questlove is in her documentary, and he was talking about that won an Oscar as well for Best Documentary when it came out. And he was saying that like he still can't listen to her music because he was like really close with her and making the music and was kind of around. And she was just so talented that people mm-hmm. just wanted to be around her and it didn't matter what she was doing as long mm-hmm. as she let them. And he saw that a little bit and it was a tough frame. But anyways, a shout out to Amy Winehouse. Shout out Amy Winehouse. Interesting um, segue. There are still people dying, folks. So if you're listening to the podcast, I want you to make sure that you're giving love and light to the people around you and really kind of um, cherishing the moments and being grateful for the moments that you have with people. Um, shout out and rest in peace or just rest in poetry. That's what I'm going to say. Rest in poetry mm. um, to my homegirl, Tess. All right. Tess um, was a poet in Louisville. Um, she... Uh, uh, was so much more than a poet too. She was an artist, um, and she struggled with um, addiction and just uh, depression and a lot of mental issues. And she ended up taking her life um, last week. Right. So it's like when it happened, I was like, I went like right back to the the message like that she sent me. Like as soon as it happened, I was like trying to figure out. Um, Cause you know when people die, you're always like, "What was the last things they said?" Or you know, "What what was our last interactions?" Um, oh, it's on Facebook. I'll find it in a second. No, actually, I'm gonna find it right now. But anyway, Tess, um, uh, you know, took her own life, and then you know, I'm not really one of those people that's like looks down on people that uh, commit suicide. Like, you know, I I kind of. I don't know. I weirdly agree with it. Like I, I believe that we should have that choice and you know, like yeah. hit the reset button you if you if this ain't making that decision, right? Um, but like, it's how she lived and what she did, and she like really put light into everybody. Um, so I want to, and you know, I'm looking for her message, and I might. Get a little spacey. Um, uh, we'll talk about it later. Anyway, so I just want to say uh, recipes to her, and I can paraphrase. I, I wanted to read a verbatim, but she basically like reached out to me randomly. It was like, "Hey, you really meant a lot to me in my progression as a poet. You um, have always been a great mentor to me, and I really appreciate you. And you know, I've, if I've never told you before, like I'm just grateful that you have been in my life." 
Damn. Right? You know what I'm saying? It's like Damn. And that that when she when she said that, it was so random. It was so random. But it was like what I needed in that day. You know what yeah. I mean? It was definitely yeah. Absolutely. That 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 keep going pat on the back that I just wasn't expecting. Yeah. Um and I believe and I also wasn't expecting her death. So I think that I think she was doing that in life and death, you know, giving just yeah. always hitting you with something that you're not expecting and you know, I'm happy that she found peace, man. She was really she went through a lot of I've known her for like because I, I knew her since she was a teen and she was in our youth program in our um Young Post Louisville program and she grew up into adult helped me with southern fry in 2017 Damn. taught some classes for me like she got some of her art she's crazy um, talented but it's like yeah gotta give people their flowers man yeah i mean it's nice to hear that she was one of those people who would be that day maker for people mm-hmm. just because if they're thinking about them um it's important i mean it makes all the difference in the world and it's not random, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, it's the tapestry. It's part of the tapestry of life, right? Like, right. like I, I'm, I've been on this recently that like we wrote our stories before we were born into them. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. before your energy embodied the body you have now, you wrote the path you would be. You painted this garage and everything you see yeah. every day. You know what I mean? I feel like you created, and I think that like, yeah, you You're know, right. And that's and that's why it's it's uh, it's easier to walk in those realities when you're like, oh, like I manifested this. Yes, like it, yes, as, as, as much of a blessing as it is, I manifested it. Here's a here's an example, and I, I wanted to. Get some room between uh, the story about your friend because it's mine's much more trivial. But mm. <clears throat> the other day, I because of work reasons before and like trauma and this weird stuff. Like I don't know, I I stay away from my DMs on Instagram a lot. Like I just uh, it used to be a vehicle for work for me and mm-hmm. how like you know how I was told to to do things like. That was just where, like, some people has emails or like that for people or text messages right. or your DMs with yeah, your whatever. Work. Like that was yeah. So yeah. it's just kind of, it just feels I have I have a, have a thing about it. So, anyways, I went in randomly, and it was somebody who I'm not following, but they've followed me throughout my career at some point in time. Black dude named Marcus. He sent me Ric Flair leaving his apartment complex. And he said, I didn't know, it was like, there was like a little message. I didn't know Ric Flair was in my building. This guy loves life. And he like did his little geriatric version of his Ric Flair. Woo! Like as he was leaving the apartment complex, he said he does it every morning, right? <laughs> and I loved, I loved seeing it. And the guy just sent it to me and I responded to him. I never do this. I don't respond to your DMs. I don't respond to dads. I don't respond right. to Michelle's. <laughs> DMs on Instagram and I responded to dude and I was like thanks for sending me this is the funniest thing I've seen all day and he was like I appreciate it I really miss you and I was like Mm. it like hit me that Mm. like in this absence of putting content out on social media with my face on it or trying to think about my quote unquote audience or in in almost purposely not not giving anyone anything to like 
I can lose some followers yeah. just so I can like feel less anxiety about this audience that is waiting. Uh, I realize that some people want to hear from me. Yeah. And in my own feelings and trying to avoid that stuff, I'm not servicing people that are actually fans of my comedy, my perspective, mm-hmm. my content. So it was definitely a good, a nice, good like reminder, and it, it made me feel good. And I was, it was, I, I get weird about telling people like homies that I miss them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's just, you know, I just feel like tiptoe around it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I say this right, so I don't get a no homo. Even like you know, mm-hmm. for better or for worse, that's the, the mentality or something like or something around that. Mm-hmm. And dude just told me he missed me straight up, and I was like, damn, like. Mm. Shit, I gotta get, I gotta get back in the ring, and mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I'm in that mind space now, and it's been, it's good, it's good, it's good to be on the other side of the woes, and you know, things can come, and you, you know, yeah, I've battled with depression and stuff before, but not in a serious way recently, and it's been a testament of the mental brain works and mm-hmm. you know things that I've been. Uh, the time to kind of make your brain quiet enough to you don't kind of listen to the bullshit that you tell yourself. Yep. You know what I mean? On yep. a daily basis. So intrusive thoughts is nice. what it's called. It's yeah. called intrusive thoughts. Thoughts that um, you know, are detrimental or negative and you didn't create them. They just kind of popped up. And instead of letting them pop up and go away, you latch onto them and it's a rabbit hole of, you know, um somebody said so on uh it was good advice. It said uh, let go or be dragged. Ooh, let go or be dragged. Damn, that's great. Right, I'll write that down. Cause like I, there was, I saw something similar that's nowhere near as powerful. But it was like, uh, if you're always focused on past accomplishments, you're setting yourself up to be a has been. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. like you, like if you're just kind of. But that is because it's it's all the whole thing about. Letting people make you angry is like yep. kind of giving them power over you and all that stuff. Like, there's some truth to that. Like, and mm-hmm. if, especially if if you, I mean, people have things with their parents and all other type of stuff. Like, if you hang on, you know, you'll be dragged. Yep. And, and then, and it goes back to what we was talking about about um, reality and like painting your reality or creating your reality before you live. Like you can, there's two people in this world: people that think life happens to them, and people that make themselves happen to life. Or, you know what I mean? Happen. Like they infect. They or make th- things that happen to them are things that make pe- people that make things happen. People, inf- people who affect their will on life, and people who let life affect their, their will its will on them. On them. Yeah. You know, there's a certain amount of control. I know we don't have control and there's a lot of there's a lot more like a lack of control. Like I think than we than we think. I think the Oscars Mm -hmm. are a decent reminder that you can take control and make. Yeah, sure. What up. you want out of life? Because yep. these people who are wanting to be actors and they they just grew up watching these this Oscars and mm-hmm. they wanted to do the work at the on the front half of it, but I think the reality is once you get into those lives, once you get into those, once you get once you get 
options put in front of you, mm-hmm. that's what's a little bit hard to, harder to, to deal with, to uh, reconcile, to, you know, actualize is like, oh, shit, like, in this world, these are my realities, these are my options, like, these are the, the doors that can be opened, mm-hmm. and it's harder to, it's harder to be, you know, it's, it's harder to, here's, Frank Ocean said recently that you can be off social media the way he is and only put out music when he wants to the way he does if you're okay with making less money. Right. And, like, there's certain sacrifices that you have to make to get there, and certain people just can't make those sacrifices. Yep. Like, Taraji B. Henson is, uh, is so amazing because she took her son and – raised him while being broke in LA trying to make it work as an actress and it took a lot of time but she made it happen she did you know what I mean and mm-hmm. she's she is an inspiration for everyone everyone else trying to do the shit yep so the that's and that's 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 the whole point that's the whole point it's like how you deal with adversity it's not that that's what it really separates people it's like how do you take bad news like, do mm. you let the bad news become worse news, or right. do you, you know, create something else? So, and I don't want, I know, look, y'all, you listening right now, and you are pessimist, and you're like, fuck these uh, happy-go-lucky, just look at life in a, in a just be positive, right, <laughs> right, <laughs> just be positive, uh, Cass, I get it, man, I get it. We just trying to tell you, you know, perspectives, when, when you change your perspective, man, you know, yeah, the world get, changes. Yeah, exactly. When you when you change the perspective, your fucking worldview changes. Yeah, everything, everything, your but whole it's, reality. But it's so hard. It is hard to make the choice. It is. Um, um, oh, speaking of people's reality, and this is a reality that none of us really control. I mean, we do control on an individual level, and if we came together, we could really control on a macro level. But I ain't gonna get into that right now. Um, there is about to be another recession. Ooh, talk to me. What do you mean? Okay, so y'all, there's this thing um, called the uh, inverted yield curve, all right? Um, the yield curve, normally not inverted, um, concerns like bonds in banks and their value. So the last time, um, so in a healthy uh, yield um, term. term goes like a curve on a bar graph. It's like a little half circle, a little half moon, and it goes down. Okay. When it inverts, it flips and it becomes a hump instead of a moon. And historically, we've seen this happen in uh, 2006. And then the house market crashed in 2008. We hit the recession. Yeah. Um, 19. Whenever the hell we've every time we've had a recession, it like the yield curve inverts, and then a year to two years later, we have like a deep recession, uh, like a huge recession. And this recession coming up is going to really hit people, um, who live paycheck to paycheck and people who have like gold, silver, um equity or not equity housing uh real estate and they said bitcoin i I don't know if that's a they're trying to slide in cryptocurrency but they said if you don't have those four um asset gaining things um you're going to be really hit hard by the recession coming 
I don't understand how NFTs plays a <laughs> play a role in this. I, I see I see it. I mean, I understand, especially since the fact that it just costs more to make things nowadays and cutting off Russia oil like they got to get it from somewhere else. Prices are everything goes up. Well, inflation is high right now. So so right. the inflation, the price of food is higher than it's been like it's higher than it's been in like 20 years. Yeah, it's high, you know well, I mean? uh, yeah, higher the, than it's ever been. Every, and inflation just keeps going up. Everything's highest rent, everything. The cost yeah. of living is not matching the wages. The wages are right. stagnant, right? right. Um, and we keep seeing this. Like, we keep seeing this. Yeah. So it's like, I believe Bitcoin is just another um, securities bond. So securities bonds is what... Uh, caused the housing market. They said, hey, these bonds cost this much, but they was really worth zero, right? And that's basically what cryptocurrency is. It's like, hey, your cryptocurrency is worth this much, but motherfucker, I can't eat this. Like, I can't, right. you know, this is not a tangible thing. This is just some internet money. It's some stock, yeah. right? Um, so I think they're replacing it with cur- cur- uh, currency, uh, cryptocurrency. Also, the housing market is about to crash too. So like, if you're buying a house right now, you're paying mortgage fees and like loans, like your the interest the interest you're paying on houses now is like oh yeah, there's way I mean, higher. Houses, houses it's like thirty percent. Yeah, houses the houses are going up dumb for like stupid. more than more than they were stupid. More than we had a we we I'm you know this we're house looking, right now we're living in we've been watching it's it's worth more than what we paid for it already. That's crazy. And usually it take like it would take more than a calendar year to like start to see that number even move a little bit yeah the house we got um like i'm trying to buy it but we the latoya got a friend and they was like she was like you need to wait two years it's it's about to keep going up it's gonna go up for two years and then it's gonna go it's gonna crash down and nobody will be able to sell anything yeah you gotta stay you gotta stay healthy in the meantime you gotta go get your butt looked at, man. Your butt man, I played basketball the other day, and like I ate Arby's beforehand, so like it was not a green, and like we what, was winning, we was doing Arby's? great. Hmm? What Arby's? What'd you have? Like what? Well, I'm the big fish. I get the big fish sandwich and um, a milkshake. I think the milkshake is what really, yeah, probably. Also, what did you think of the this track by Pusha T for the McDonald's or yeah. or for like? Arby's diss track for McDonald's. Did, yeah, have you, if y'all, so for you did fish. listen to this? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, it I was for the big fish. It was. Yeah, that was so genius. I mean, Arby's is really cutting edge. And honestly, if McDonald's hadn't had any gall or realness about them, they would like hire, like they would create a rap beat. I thought, I thought that was, I, I thought I'm right on the same page as you. I showed Michelle like gleaming, like look at this, like this is. The evolution of this rap. Is the evolution. Like, this is like yes. This is now a thing, and she was like, she's like, ooh, that was so cringy. I was like, what? No, <laughs> she was like, that was cringe. I was like, you talking about? I said, I've told you about Pusha T's history with, with McDonald's. I'm loving it. Da 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 da. Him and him and him and Malice did that for pennies on the dollar compared to the multi-million dollar contract they have yeah. with Arby's. Yep. And uh, we have the meats. Yep. And like, all the other slogans that Arby's has. If I was McDonald's, I would hire Kanye West 
and like he would love to, have he him would love to work for them. Do uh, he would love to work for them, but he can't beef against push. I w- it wouldn't be a beef. It's good that you it, it wouldn't be a beef. It would be more like a we just want you to tell him that you're the boss. Like we just need you to remind him that you know we're the boss. Remind Arby's that we're the boss. I love it. you know what's going on right now. Mm. It's Lent, so oh, okay. all these re- fast food restaurants roll out their fish sandwiches. They really oh, just need to keep them there all year long. They're not always available? No, other than McDonald's. Interesting. I, maybe Arby's is going to combat it while keeping it there. That'd be nice. But this is just a Lent thing. I'll tear up a fish Because I think Catholics don't eat meat on Fridays or at all. And if they do, they eat, meat, they eat fish. So it's just trying to capitalize on the Catholic dollar. Capitalize on the Catholic coin. Speaking of... Um Speaking of not eating certain things, uh, I talked to Marco today, and it was really oh, nice. How, how's he doing? He's amazing. Y'all, my cousin Marco is in Houston. If you're in the Houston, uh, Texas area, y'all shop with him. First line catering. Uh, he could do meal prep. Uh, he also uh, does catered meals. Uh, it could be meat. and he, All he, vegan, too. He's, yeah, it's all vegan. Uh, I think he, he said he could do meat, too, though, but. Like, if you wanted something right. specific, he can do it. But all vegan is what he specializes in. He's going to be the new um, slutty vegan, more, like, Amen. abstinent vegan. Here's a perfect example. As I'm talking about change in my life, change is happening to Marcos as well. Straight up. You know, Straight up. And it's, and it's happening for a lot of people. I think this is a season where, Straight like. Straight up. And I don't know if it's, like, business-related of, like, this is the quarter where you, you know hire the new or like something change you know what I mean like something's in the air and it is it is change mm-hmm. for the next like it's for permanent, life permanent Forever. change permanent time. change permanent change, change. permanent, change, permanent change it's like covid really mandela effect you know what I mean like it really so do you get the whole Mandela effect and the the theory, right, that we died in 2012, the Mayan calendar was right, we all died in 2012, everybody instantly, and this reality that we live in is everybody trying to remember what reality was prior to. That's why we remember things differently, the fruit of the loom, that's why we got the Mandela effect, and we didn't have the Mandela effect Why is the name the Mandela effect? Um, 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 um. Don't know, that's too many. No, I do know. Nope, too many ums. No, 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 I do. No, you can look it up later. You're just going to see that it's proven that I'm right. Um, was Mandela uh, in prison or the president of South Africa? What do you mean? He was both. Both, right? Yeah. It, they say there's a, there's a large group of people that say he was never a prisoner. And he was only president or either or he was only a prisoner, never president. Something, something like that. Interesting. Yes, yeah, it's very, it's very weird. And of course, look it up and get it all together. Yeah. But yeah, man. So it's it's like uh, that's the permanent change. And then COVID just made it worse. It's like it, like we're seeing stuff, a reality that we n- thought we would never see. You know what I mean? Will Smith smacked somebody at the Oscars. Well, yeah. No, I th- I, th- I do think it's it's as bad. I think not to be biblical, but it's the stuff that we've always read about. You can even if it's not if it's, you don't want to talk about the Bible, you can talk about epics mm-hmm. and you know specific things like this mm-hmm. the the idea of these plagues and viral mm-hmm. transmission, mm-hmm. Uh, just being humans or like mm-hmm. you know entire species dying out like mm-hmm. 
extreme weather, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and the change in reality for people there. Like, I think this is what we've always known was a possibility. Mm-hmm. Now it is on its head to the point where we're seeing the the wildest shit. Like, wow. obviously you talk about it's what you see on YouTube, on uh, Instagram and the world star. Like, here's, here's like a very normal, like small version of it. This has been the craziest NFL offseason in history. Mm. Like, we talked about Deshaun Watson on this podcast before and, and, and how much money he just got to be the Cleveland Browns. That was the last episode. Like, there's been so much, like, monumental, crazy, like, almost Sims-like shifts and trades and, and – I didn't know you could do that. Like yeah. it, it, it just feels very bizarre, and after, I think we've all kind of—I uh, don't know if like it's our generation that maybe I think millennials are more open to real life change and mm-hmm. permanent change, and kind of like betting on themselves in a, in a specific way, or like mm-hmm. not having to be tied down a specific area, regardless of family and. Understanding that, I mean, FaceTime didn't exist in a certain time yeah. ago. Like, I think that makes these type of things a little bit easier. Yeah. When it comes to being separated from from family or, or your nucleus or uh, living away from Woo! home. But I was telling mom, I was telling Tori about that. Like what? Like our 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 raising would be completely different. Like our our dad's role in our life would have been completely different if we had like FaceTime or like could have a phone or like you know had yeah. a phone you know what i mean or the internet existed or the like, internet yeah 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 it's like it know, is a paradigm shift and all, like if you were born over 45 there are double the people that are there are double the people on earth than there were when you were like a teenager double mm. Double. Damn. Do you feel me? If you are over forty-five, the population you were used to, There's like more the, motherfuckers. It, yeah, it was just it was you got just a phone call. You call somebody. Oh, that was Marco calling me. Stop. That's the energy. Is that the energy? What are you talking about? We just got done talking about them. I think we, we did. Yeah. About the fact that you called, maybe not even talk about the fact that you brought the name up in the podcast. I won't. Later I will. But you, you answered the phone? Not answer. Oh, he probably didn't even mean to call me because he called and hung up. He probably didn't even mean to oh call me. Gosh. We we should we should wrap up anyways. Mm-hmm. Um I just saw that Dreamville has another a follow up to the Revenge of the Dreamers. What's it called? D Day, a gangster grills mixtape. It's in your streaming platforms now. I see some Earth Gang Earth Gang drops. This is like going to be inspirational for, for just for music to listen to. Peep Game, they're doing good. That came that that came out today. They're March doing 31st. good. They're doing very good. Like they should be flooding. I think they're flooding before the summer so that uh, Drake can have the winter. No, Kendrick's coming. You think Kendrick's coming? Kendrick's definitely coming. I think Kendrick's coming out with a gospel album. This is high high energy performances from the Dreamville Squad plus Lil Baby, Lil Wayne, Jeezy, T.I., Ja Rule, Ashanti, Kalani, Moneybag Yo, Bia, she's cold, 
uh, Rico Nasty, Wale, Wizkid, and more. Rico J. Cole Nasty's himself Cole. was headlining the festival. Closed out on Sunday. Oh, and that Heaven EP that we watched. Who did we watch? Oh, with Kyle. Hmm? That Heaven EP track that we watched with Kyle in the episode. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lost Design. Mm-hmm. That's the last song on, there, mm. on this project. I don't know if you're listening, Kyle, but I wrote you, sir. I need the logo vector uh, for the Southern Fried. Now, I know we ain't on Speaking Terms Road, but I sent you an email. And, you know, that's got to be, that's like as hands off as I can be. Like, I don't know how to reach out to you other than, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to reach out to him. I ain't going to text you. You can could, you could reach out to Vez and Vez can. Man, I'm not going through nobody so to holler at nobody. You need, you need it. You need to do, you need the things. About to pull up on a pull You up. need the things. About to, you keep playing, I'm on, I'm on Will Smith, the situation. What you call it? Um, the day before or the day after that happened, when I dropped Cora off at the daycare, I said, all right, y'all, treat the day like Chris Rock and smack it. They was laughing. Oh, it was it was wow. funny. Everybody laughed. Because everybody, everybody thinks of themselves as Will Smith in your household. No, no, no. I just wanted it. was just a. It's like smack the day. Yeah, smack the day. Okay. Yeah. Oh, bye bye.